AFC and NFC seating on the line, the Cowboys at the Dolphins Christmas Eve. We talk about it next on DJ Football. DJ Football, he's Daniel Jeremiah of the NFL Network. I'm Ryan Brown. The show presented by MyBookie.ag. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. Code next round. Get you a sign-on bonus. You make your deposit. They match it up to $1,000 with code next round at MyBookie.ag. What's up, DJ? How are you? I'm doing great, man. Uh, we are uh, Christmas right around the corner. We've got, man, it feels like playoff games this week, at least a couple of them in the NFL. And uh, and we're marching towards the playoffs. So it didn't get better than that. Yeah, we absolutely are. We can start with the Dolphins and Cowboys. It is a Christmas Eve late Fox game down in Miami. And to say the Cowboys are coming off an embarrassing performance is a vast understatement. And they got their hands full again this week. Let's start with Dallas, though. I I don't know that we can sum this up in this short of a video. What went wrong in Buffalo? Well, they got beat up, um, you know, and this has been a little bit of a troubling trend with Dallas when they've gone on the road against quality opponents. You think about San Francisco, they got their tails kicked in uh, by them. Uh, it, that's something that we've seen now. This is the latest version of that. This is the third time this has happened to this team this year where they've played a really good team and got absolutely throttled. So um, that to me off last week was a line of scrimmage game. Josh Allen, what he throw it seven times? I mean, yeah. They just ran the ball down. 70, yeah, he threw a 15, yeah. completed seven, yeah. seven like completions. Yards. Yeah, yeah, they didn't need it. Uh, they just kind of ran the ball down their throats. And then, you know, defensively, I thought the field kind of shrunk a little bit for that Cowboys offense. So there was no big plays to be had. And and that's how you end up with a lopsided score. Yeah, uh, is, I mean, what James Cook did, he had a great game. They ran the ball for 200 plus yards. Is that a mirage or is it a concerning thing because Miami likes to run the football? It's not your traditional run game, but they lead the league in yards per carry right now. I mean, how big an element of concern is this for Dallas based on the way Buffalo ran the ball? Well, I think Dallas is a linebacker problem. You know, when you look at them off the ball, they are based on speed and athleticism, which I guess you can say in some ways, maybe that's a better matchup for them with this Miami run game than what they saw last week. But um, they they got to the second level and they got absolutely mauled uh, by that Buffalo Bills offensive line. So that you know even some of it on the edge, Micah Parsons kind of dipping under blocks when he's on the edge and hit some big home runs on the outside as well. So you know their physicality has been challenged in some of these games against the, the kind of the bully teams, and this is a chance for Miami, who people don't think of as a bully, but as you mentioned, can really run the ball because of a numbers game. You have to try and put a lid over that that offense, and so you've got numbers advantage just about every single down. If I'm a Dallas fan, I look at this and say, "Man, just as soon as everybody started talking about Dak potentially know. winning the MVP, this is the game you get next." Yeah, no. It, look, I, I don't think they're as bad as they showed in that in that game last week. Obviously, the weather will be more advantageous this week than they had last week, but. Um, again, I, I think this is kind of a disturbing trend for this team, and it goes beyond this year. It's been over the last several years. It's why they can't beat the 49ers. When they get in a real, real physical matchup, they struggle. So I'm curious to see you know, what type of a Miami team are they going to see. Are they going to see one that tries to duplicate what we saw last week, or are they going to go out there and try and throw the ball over the yard? Yeah, more on the Dolphins in a moment. Uh, one last thing on the Cowboys, though. The division is not dead for them. All of a sudden, Philadelphia is mortal, and they have their own set of struggles. Now, they have a much easier finish than the Cowboys do. Yeah. But, I mean, the division is not out of hand. I mean, you probably got to win the rest of your games, but but Dallas is still back in this thing. 
Yeah, but Dallas has a couple tough ones. You know, yeah. this one, I, who do they have? Detroit, I want to say. Uh, yeah, they've got Miami, uh, Detroit, and I think they finished with the Commanders. Washington, Me- yeah. Yeah, meanwhile, yeah. Uh, you get uh, – Two Eagles, with the Giants two and one with the Cardinals. Yeah, so, what I, I mean, finish. I, I, I kind of I go to this and I say, yes, the Eagles are not playing well. Yes, the Eagles have major problems. Yes, I'm worried about them. No, they are not going to lose to the Giants or the Cardinals. So, I mean, to me, the Cowboys cannot afford to slip up. And, and you know, this one followed by the one they've got next week. And even Washington, it, it looks, you know, it doesn't look very daunting on the paper, but that's a divisional game. You don't know. I just think they're more of a challenge than the Giants would be uh, to the Eagles. I think I saw something not to get off topic. I think the Giants are 3-16 and 16 in their last 19 games with the Eagles. Yeah. So uh, they the Cowboys need to win is what I'm getting at. And not necessarily germane to this game. I hate it when schedules end like that. Where the last three games, you've got two games against a divisional opponent in the last three. I just, I, I've never put together an NFL schedule. It would seem like you could avoid that. <laughs> yeah, especially when you look at some of these matchups uh, scattered around the league, where they might see each other in the first round of the playoffs. In some of yeah. these instances, you're going to play them three times in 21 days. Like that's insane. Yeah, it really, really is. All right, so the Dolphins are on the other side of that. We'll talk about that in a moment. A reminder: the show presented DJ Football by. MyBookie.ag. Code next round when you sign on to MyBookie.ag. You make your deposit. They give you a match up to $1,000 by using code next round. That's MyBookie.ag. Code next round to get that sign-on bonus up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. Code next round. MyBookie.ag. Code next round. Also, our friends at Manscaped. Manscaped.com. We're going to give you a discount code there, too, because you watch DJ football. I have in my hand here the handyman. It is the Contact Travel Razor, great at home as well. Gives you a good shave, easy to travel with. One of the great products they have there at manscaped.com. They've also got the Beard Hedger, takes care of the beard with a dial-up guard so it doesn't pop off. They've got the Weed Whacker, takes care of the nose hair and the ear hair so you don't look like some unkempt old man. And they got the Lawnmower, which takes care of the full body and the undercarriage so you look great all over. they got great boxer shorts, great male body products there at manscaped.com. Code DJF20 for you DJ football viewers, DJF20. Get you 20% off your first order there at manscaped.com. Um, I will say this up front. Those who have watched this show religiously know I am a Miami Dolphins fan. Uh, I probably cannot be overly realistic, but I will be realistic in this statement to you, DJ. Uh, they have not beaten anybody that's great. I mean, Miami yeah. has up a bunch of wins against Stiffs. By and large, the best teams they have played are the teams that have beaten them, and Dallas would be in that group of the best teams Miami has played. Yeah, I think this is a time where you see them try and uh, see if they can step it up a little bit and and take that next step. I think, you know, you can look at it. The schedule is the schedule. You just got to get the wins. Collect them however you need to collect them, and they've done that. Um, and I, I don't think that you look at those games that they've lost and feel like, man, this is a major talent gap here. Uh, they just haven't played well in, in yeah. some of those games. So uh, this will be an interesting test for them. I know one thing, if their defense gives them short fields like they did last week, then we won't be talking about them, you know, struggling to beat good teams. They do that against Dallas, they will win this football game. So, you know, we, we think about this this offense for the Miami Dolphins and, and what they can do and the speed and all that. To me, it, it, defensively, they go out and get turnovers, that's it. The game's over, they're going to win. Yeah, you don't get to play the Jets offensive line every week. True. Uh, but, but Miami was dominant in that game. Bradley Chubb just with a phenomenal game. They were able to pressure the passer, and I saw this stat. I would love to give credit, and I wish I had uh, marked it so I could give credit. It is not my original stat, but I think uh, since coming to the Dolphins, Jalen Ramsey's average game is allowing one reception 
for 22 yards on average. That's that's his game. I mean, he is he's taken away a third of the field. Yeah, it's pretty big. Uh, and look, that's going to be a, a great matchup in this game when you look at the Dallas Cowboys and CeeDee Lamb and so much of the offense being funneled through him. Uh, I'll be interested to see how they use Ramsey. You know, did they let him in, in this case go ahead and travel, or are they just going to play their play their zone coverage and, and let him just kind of take away one side of the field doing it that way? So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of options for Vic in this one. Probably the biggest story to watch in this entire game. We record this on Wednesday, and on the day we record this, Tyreek Hill has not practiced mm-hmm. and uh, continues to nurse that ankle. Uh, I would imagine he's able to play, but they are taking it very slowly with him, and that's a storyline to watch. I would be shocked if he doesn't play. Me in this too. Game. Me too. Uh, a couple reasons. Number one, he's well. A, he's still in the MVP race, so let's start selfishly yep. there. So you've got that going for you. He is, uh, has a very high pain tolerance, and that's something he's been able to play through injuries in the past. And the stage, I don't know, did you see the map the other day of who's getting this game uh, nationally? No, had the entire country, basically. I mean, this is going to be one of the highest, if not the highest rated games of the entire season. It's going to do a massive number. So yeah. uh, all those things kind of put together in a guy who loves that kind of stuff, who loves the stage and, and get a chance to – chase an MVP and, and help your team out. And then, uh, you know, I, I'll i be shocked if he didn't play in this one. I, I will say this, though. Given a week to prepare without him and game plan without him, you know, the Titans game, he's just pulled out very early in that game with the injury yeah. back late. But given a week to prepare, knowing he is not playing, I thought they put together a really good game plan against a good Jets defense uh, that obviously featured Jalen Waddlemore in, in that main receiver role. But given a chance to prepare, now I don't you don't want to do it every week, but I thought Miami had a pretty good game plan there. Yeah, I think the plan was get Jalen Waddle on DJ Reed. I think that was yeah. the plan, and that's what they executed uh, quite flawlessly. Um, but uh, no, they they do they still and as great as Tyreek is, there's still so much speed everywhere else. I don't know how this snuck up on me because um, you you know you're watching the games every week. I was driving in the car. I was in Dallas, and I and I was driving. Uh, I don't know if it was coming to the airport from the airport, and I was listening to the game, listening to the Miami uh, Jets game. And Mostert scored, and they said it was his 18th touchdown. Yeah. And I, I said, "Hold on, did he say 18? Crazy! Like that—that kind of like snuck under the door there that he's got that many touchdowns this year. That is ridiculous." Yeah, and he scored again in that game. I think he's up to 19 now. Yeah, he unbelievable. Leads, yeah, Lee's league. Of, in fact, he's got more touchdowns than some entire teams have. And yeah. uh, you know, it's—I mean, it's not like he's all running, you know, one-yard sneaks either. I mean, these are you know, these are legitimate <laughs> touchdowns. They're not just giving him these touchdowns; he's earning them. No question, but uh, what what a year he's had, and and yeah. uh, you know what Miami's doing. I, I look, they, they can beat you in a lot of different ways. I think Tyreek Hill is going to play. I'll be shocked if he doesn't play. But if he doesn't play, they're still alive in this one. All right, it is DJ Football presented by MyBookie.ag and Manscaped. Code next round at MyBookie.ag to get that uh, bonus match when you sign on. You make your initial deposit, they match it up to a thousand dollars with code next round at MyBookie.ag. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. MyBookie.ag code next round. Also, manscaped.com code DJF20 to save 20% off your initial order there at manscaped.com. Miami, Dallas. We've also got previews up right uh, in the same place you get this one. Uh, San Francisco and Baltimore, which is a huge game for both NFC and AFC, obviously. And don't forget Kansas City and the Las Vegas Raiders. We're previewing those this week on DJ Football. He's Daniel Jeremiah, and this is DJ Football.